for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And uh, we're, we're doing double duty tonight. Uh, Christy Stratton just got out of here. I walked yeah. her to her car. I walked her past the homeless people, the dangerous people. <laughs> Hope you guys saved some energy for me. We uh, we have energy. We, uh, we were very low-key low with the Christy episode, but it was good. We had fun. All right. We did a lot of... Uh, Went on a lot of tangents, a lot of TV and movie talk, but uh, we, um, I, I think we played quite a bit of songs too. Okay, mm-hmm. so we got music, uh, we got music and uh, comedy and music. Well, now it's all business, Pat. <laughs> I'm not you, here to mess around. You got your rock solid T-shirt on. You Damn came, right, you I'm flying the colors. <laughs> Kyle's got uh, an Iron Maiden shirt uh, that I, I do. believe I bought you that in yes, uh, in London, in London, England. Oh my God! I was going to send this to you. I think you were with me when I bought that shirt. We went to. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You bought a Beatles magnet. Yeah, I did. That I could have gotten anywhere. Anywhere. But I paid maximum price. Did it just say the Beatles, or were they walking? Yeah, their picture was like the. uh, It was the Abbey Road one. Was it Abbey Road? I bought. I have the Abbey Road one. I bought that. Yeah, of course. No, it was just them standing there. But again, I could have bought it in Venice or whatever. It doesn't, you know. Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard, you know, yeah. What were you going to say? You were going to say something? Oh, speaking of Iron Maiden, I was going to send this to you today. And I forget. It was on, it was a mashup. Have you seen this? It's a mashup of Iron Maiden, Run to the Hills, and the Monkees. I'm a believer. Oh, no. no. Is it cool? Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> wonder if they'll do that in concert. Oh, they should. Pardo and I are going to You're going to find it now, aren't you? Yeah. You got you to find it. It's we're going awesome. to see uh, Iron Maiden at the Forum, me and Pardo. Oh, really? Yeah. When is that? April. April. No, maybe not. Never April. seen them live. Meaning? No, I'm just a, I'm a casual fan, but I, I think I want to see them live. I think it'll be a. Now, is there a big show. Eddie? Is there a big Eddie that comes out? Yep, and, there's a big Eddie trunk that comes out. <laughs> Eddie comes out of a start spewing sorry, facts. It's, it's Eddie Van Halen comes out. <laughs> um, can't, what's going where on? Can I find this? this oh, somebody, work. yeah, somebody posted it on Facebook, but you find it. Look for it out this there. This file has been but deleted. Awesome. We'll post it on the. Speaking of Eddie Van Halen, uh, I don't think we've told you about Sammy Hagar yet. No. Did you listen to the episode? I did. I listened to all of it. And uh, he sounded like a really, really nice guy. Unbelievably nice. Yeah. I, I apologize for not shutting up on that episode. <laughs> I, you, we, <laughs> poor Kyle. We had him sitting in the back. And then I look at the pictures. Were you even terrible. in the room? He Were was you right on the, the stage. Oh, man. So, stage. He shouldn't have been back there. That's but, David uh, Wilde couldn't even get a word in. <laughs> David Wy was being very nice and and uh, and letting me uh, letting me host. He was a a very very uh, a very good presence there, but he was uh, definitely letting me uh, run the show, which was nice. But he uh, he uh, like I'd say, he brings a lot of credibility absolutely to the uh, to the party. And uh, I thought he had some great lines, and he had some. Uh, some great stuff to add. Absolutely, but no, uh, he was just like great. I know how, and I was really happy for you because I know how big that was for you. Very big Sammy Hager fan. It was. It was. I ninety percent of the people in the room were there for Sammy, not for Rock Solid. So they didn't really. So that was weird. Like I'm like, I, I didn't think about that too much until afterwards. I was like, oh yeah, those people didn't know anything. They didn't <laughs> know what was going on at all. But uh, afterwards. Uh, so many people came up to me and said, hey, I'm going to check out your podcast. Oh, and this great. is a great show. And uh, tell you a couple of nice things about Sammy Hager. Uh, uh, first of all, by appearing there, everyone who appears there gets, especially if you're a celebrity, you get, uh, they call it an honorarium. 
Okay. And I won't say how much that is, but it's 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 a it's it's a chunk of change that you the three of us would take. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's a million dollars. <laughs> so it seems high. But. So they uh, we were in the green room after the show, and a representative from the sketch fest came up and handed went to hand Sammy the check. He goes, "Hey, what's that?" And they go, "Oh, this is Sammy. This is your honorarium for uh, appearing and being part of the sketch fest." And he goes, "I don't want that." <laughs> he goes, uh, "He goes, uh, you sign that over to the San Francisco Food Bank." Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So hopefully they did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, I'll do that, yeah, Mr. Hagar. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, before the show, he signed uh, signed six CDs for me to give away, and he signed two albums for me. And then after, I wanted him to personalize the Montrose one. So I said, okay. And like when he signed it before, like I said, he didn't know. Who I, he thought it was David's show. He really did. He oh, sure, yeah. Gave David a big hug. Thanks for having me here. And David's like, no, no, it's Pat's Great show. to be here on the David Wild show. No, it's, no, no, it's Pat's show. And <laughs> Wild about music. Great to be here. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so then, oh, so well, I'll tell you this. So he was telling a story about it. He said his back was fucked up. And he goes, yeah, hey, my back's all fucked up. I was in Cabo over the weekend, and Toby Keith called me at my house and said, I'm playing your club. Come down and jam with us, and John Mayer's here. He goes, so I'm just, uh, you know, I went down, and we jammed for like 90 minutes, and, we're, you know, next day my back's fucked up, and I called Mayer. I go, Mayer, last night, man, I don't know what I did, but my back's fucked up, and John Mayer said, my back's fucked up, too. And we, didn't, we couldn't figure out what the fuck we did. And I interrupt him. I go, Sammy, did you and John Mayer wake up in bed together? <laughs> And he totally laughed and thought that was hysterical. He goes, like, ah, no, brother. And he was laughing. And then, so then I had a, I had a little bit of a connection with him before we went, oh, that's we cool. went on the stage. But anyway, after. So how did he fuck up his back? But brother, I don't brother, know. I don't know. Jumping around. Dancing I'll tell you around. how. He's 68. Jumping around. Yeah. Funniest Lifting thing. Lifting a keg of margaritas. One of the funniest <laughs> things in the interview is when he, when Sammy and Alex want to want to do three shows in a row and he goes i can't do a third show because my voice will give out i, I won't be right. able to sing that third show and eddie and alex go can't you just dance around because that because <laughs> the last guy did yeah because that that's all they care about they just want to play yeah they don't care they don't the, care what dave's doing they don't and care what the, dave's doing they don't care what the singer's doing as long as they get to play in front of people and i was like wow those guys are jerks <laughs> <laughs> but all um, signs keep pointing to the fact that Eddie Eddie's nuts, right? He He's got to be nuts. Bag. He's got to be cool. Did he did Sammy sign his did you uh, get the book signed? Uh the his books book? were that he had signed so much he had oh. signed so cuz I got to read that. His handler, oh, I'll give it to you. His handler said uh do you want him to sign your books? I'm like, no, nah, it, it was afterwards. I said, no, he's, he's right. Uh, okay. So the other, so he personalized it for me and he wrote, "Pat, you rocked the interview." <laughs> so I figured he had a good time. And, and he, afterwards, he did say, oh, this was great. Thanks so much. It's so cool. Uh, so as we're leaving the stage, a lot of fans I saw from the stage as we were doing the show, they had albums and stuff with right. them. Right. So as we're leaving the stage, I go, it looks like a lot of, a lot of people have albums and stuff. Do you want to do you, do you deal with that or do you want to go straight to the green room? And he looked at me and he goes, I'm going to give some love to the fans. <laughs> and he went down. He, he, it looked to me like he signed everything that people brought up. And he, taking pictures, he would put his arm around people. I mean... Were you the one that were you the one that told told me that uh, in concert that anything anybody throws up on stage he picks up and anything if it's a pe- piece of clothing he'll put it on clothing shoelace <laughs> tea bag whatever it is he picks it up he bag. holds it up hangs it on the mic stand just whatever <laughs> but he was uh you know Glenn Fry just passed at sixty seven and David Bowie sixty seven Sammy sixty eight and I was sitting next to him the whole time uh, thinking Bowie was sixty nine I believe 
up top, my brother. Yeah. Who was 69? Oh, yeah, Bowie, Bowie was 69. Bowie was 69. But any, uh, uh, I was sitting next to, uh, the whole time I was looking at him, because I was sitting as close as me and Kyle are sitting right here, and I just kept thinking, this guy has a lot of years left in him. He just seemed... Full of life. He looked good. And he just looks life. like a di- like he didn't have any work done on his no. face. He, wasn't, he, he wasn't wrinkled like either. He just person. Just has a, a you know. He's a little heavier than he used to be. But that's it. No, be, but no care in the world. No. Not a care in the world. He's got the greatest life. Not a care in the world. Not a curmudgeon. No. He said, he goes. He did it right. And another thing he said, he goes, he goes if I told my manager, if I only have 100 shows left in me, I don't want to do those all in one year. Right. He's just, but yeah, he's just <laughs> spreading it out. He and he's got a house in what? In Cabo in my, in Hawaii. And, and then in San Francisco. San, San Marin, I think is yeah, Marin, Marin County. Yeah, Marin but. County. Thank you. Kyle. It's got a but, um, nice life, man. He was great. And Chris Isaac came cause he's a friend of David Wilds and Chris Isaac just sat in the audience. He yeah, got, got a beer from the bar. Dressed like he was going to be the next Doctor Who. He was dressed. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. Perfect. I'm not even going to try to talk. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, and he was. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have known that he was anyone, but just a, a right. guy. He's talking just fun. You don't picture those two friends. You know, they just seem they, like completely. They know each other from the San Francisco area. I All know right. this guy. Hey, you know, it's just like what the heck. Maybe we get Isaac in here. Tell some stories. Um, huh? I would. I would like. Yeah, I would like to get Chris Isaac in here. No, but so, I loved. Uh, I loved the interview. I loved uh, yeah. to it. And that was huge. That's big. It was. Do we see a little spike in uh, numbers? I, you know what? I didn't even look at the numbers. I uh, mm, but uh, the Sammy fans on board. Yeah, I mean, he put it. That's the thing. He brought a personal photographer. The guy took all these great photos. That's, that's where the, these who great, took the ones took of all, you guys. Took oh. all and then he sent them to me like two days later. Hey, I thought you might want these, and oh, if you need awesome. anything, let me know. This was amazing. Yeah, it was just. It was really amazing. So. um Hopefully we get to go up there next year. Hopefully the LA Podfest will realize that we could do a good show there for them. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. That room was almost at capacity and mm-hmm. uh, they already yeah, kept so. Sam and they kept Sammy's fee. So uh yeah. there you go. Yeah. And he uh, gave it back. They're already making money. Yeah. They can't afford not to have That's Sammy right. every year. And then and the um, Rock Solid podcast. I know. So we'll see what happens. Well, congratulations. Well, that was fun. That was uh, that was really fun and I uh it's a new year. We're going to get new guests. Who are we getting this year? Bruce going to get in here. Come on. You know, it's my brother said, he goes, you should ask Bruce Springsteen because he seems to, I bet he might do it. Well, maybe the Sammy name can open up some doors. Oh, also, yeah. my parents were like, you'd have thought they'd never been to a concert before. They're like, <laughs> he played the whole time. <laughs> it was a thing that they no, said. No, one time did he sit down and they, not they play. They go, hey, look. He they saw was, Bruce? Yeah, they, they yeah, they've the never River seen tour. Him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They've never uh, seen him. They saw the first night of the tour, just a couple. Uh, I also asked awesome. them, I yeah. said, what David Bowie song did he play? And they go, I don't know, name some. And then I just named a bunch, and they're like, ah. and then my mom looked it up, and she's like, I'm reading an article. And I was like, just go to setlist.fm. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, Rebel Rebel. <laughs> and, she, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's one I named. Wow. You said, no, I don't think so. We that. can admit your parents don't rock. <laughs> no. They don't rock. Bruce is coming here in what, a couple months? Yeah. March. Here March Mid-March. Uh, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. The 15th and the 17th. Awesome. At the sports arena, which I can't believe is still open. The LA sports dump. They're going to uh, tear it down, I believe, for a new soccer stadium. The new uh, Probably the, the minute he walks he might off be, stage. Yeah. He might be the last thing. 
I bet he'll sing that song. We can take chairs with us on the way out. He'll probably he'll sing that followed. song Wrecking Ball because <laughs> that, he'll, what a he'll be, shithole that place is. He'll be followed by just like a bulldozer coming across. <laughs> just like, everyone get out. Uh, what, uh, anything new for you? Any acting gigs? Anything, ha- hosting gigs? Uh, nothing. I'm going to be in New York in April promoting the Taiwan show that I shot this oh, year. Wow. Where, yes. where can we see that? Well, it's going, they say it's going to air on CNBC. And I don't know any dates yet. Or oh, that's like pretty that. cool. Yeah, CNBC's, maybe in April. That's cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I enjoyed my time on the cruise. I did two weeks of cruises. And over the, those shows were better than your previous shows. <clears throat> they were. I think partly because I knew what to expect so and I prepared for it and I you know, wasn't supremely disappointed. But it's a huge theater. It's like mm-hmm. a thousand th- seat theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people were a little younger this time, which was very helpful. And by younger, I mean 50s and 60s. And not 70s and 80s, which is brutal. How could get rock solid to go on one of these rock cruises? And then we like... Well, I took the rock boat with... Uh, saying, but then we record Graham podcasts with all the, the bands that are there, like in the, in the showroom. Yeah. No, that'd be great. I had a great time on the, on the rock how boat. that would happen? Kyle, three days. That. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, Graham did like a kiss one too, didn't he? He did the kiss one and then this rock boat more than once. Oh, the pizza's here. Oh, guys, we're Pops. getting a pizza. Okay, I'm going to live uh, announce this. All right, we just took a break. We ate some pizza. That's what we did. This is like that uh, intermission uh, during uh, the Hateful Eight. Where, um, I haven't seen it. Isn't going to ruin anything. Now, now the last, while, while yeah. you were gone. That's what Quentin Tarantino <laughs> does. Some pizza. That's what he says, That's basically. He goes, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, Mike, tonight we're doing uh, our topic tonight. This is a topic Christy came up with, and then she didn't want to do it. <laughs> she said, uh, <laughs> so I get Christy's leftovers? Is that what yeah, you're saying? This is Christy's leftovers. All right. So um, this is... sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Everything and Nothing. Everything and Nothing. Songs with Everything in the title or songs with nothing in the title. I had fun doing this, putting yeah. this together. This was a lot e- of songs out there. Yeah, and easy to put together. Oh, uh, yeah, very easy. <laughs> so, um, we're going to kick it off. Who wants to start? Off. You can start. All right. Kyle, are you ready? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to start with our, uh, our boys, uh, Rock Pile from Seconds of Pleasure. This is You Ain't Nothing But Fine. There you go. Lyrically, one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was sung by the guy who's not Nick Lowe or Dave Edmonds. Uh, Billy Bremner? Maybe. I think that's his Yeah, name. I think it was him. Look at that. I that's fun, though. Hope I'm right. Yeah. Every, every song is good on that Seconds of Pleasure album. Yeah, that's a fun album. Oh, it's great. That'd be great. Is that the only one they did studio the when they did? they did. But all, all the solo albums from Nick Lowe and Dave Edmonds up to Rockpile we're all those guys. Yeah. So like all and those some albums, of the same songs. Yeah. All those albums are kind of rock pile albums. Right. That's true. Well, not technically not. Because okay. they didn't list him as rock pile. So there's technically only one. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, 2014. 
Okay. From the Foo Fighters. Foo, Fi- Foo mm. Fighters? Hi. Get a little pizza in your throat the there. The Foo Fighters Sonic Highways. This is something from nothing. Oh, sweet ignition, be my fuse. You had no choice, you had to shoot. Bid farewell to yesterday. Say goodbye, I'm on my way. I threw it all away because I had to be what never was. Been so hungry, I could lie. Took my word, took your mind. What city was this uh, done? I don't know which city this one was done in. I remember uh, the series. I can't remember which one this was. This was uh, played uh, on. This is the first city, but I don't remember which one it was. That's was that the, the Chicago song? one? No, that wasn't. That's the, the song also that people um, said sounds like a, a Dio song. <laughs> yeah, they, there's like a part where it's it's kind of a little bit sounds like yeah. a Dio song. I missed the uh, the free download. I still got to get Saint uh, Vincent, Saint, Saint Cecilia, Saint, Saint Cecilia. Cecilia. I gotta, get, gotta that. get that. Is there only five songs? Is it an EP? It's an EP. Five okay. songs. I gotta mm-hmm. get that. Free. Free. Yeah, this is the Chicago one. Rick yeah, it was the Chicago one. On oh, yeah, yeah, Rick Nielsen plays on that. You're right. Yeah, this is uh, Chicago. And then they say what when they went to Chicago, uh, the drummer said, All I know about Chicago is the cheap trick. Because yeah, I don't know anything about blues. <laughs> All I know is that this is where cheap tricks from. <laughs> Way to go, Taylor. Who's gonna induct them? Cheap trick, maybe maybe Dave and Taylor. Yeah, that would be. That but would also be nice. maybe Joe Perry because Joe Perry says Cheap Trick's his favorite band. Oh really? Yeah. So either way, that's a win-win. Did you get your tickets yet? We didn't get out. We have our hotel room. We have our flights. <laughs> okay. I don't think tickets went on sale yet. But Pardo said the venue is like as big as the Staples Center. So oh, we will get in. Is there now? Is the uh, the ceremony in one place and then the concert in another? Or it's all in one place. I think it's all in one place. Where? What? When is it? Uh, April something. No, oh, it's in April. Okay, it's coming up. I think it's in April. Hold on, I can tell you. It's on my calendar. I can't remember. Wait a minute! Place. I'm going to be there in April. What? Tell me. Is it on a weekend or during the week? April eighth. Oh, I'll be there. Are you kidding? No, I got to be there the seventh to to uh, promote the we fly, Taiwan show. We fly in on the seventh. And then we fly out on uh, the 9th. Oh, man. Oh, maybe he can stay with you in Pardo. Yeah, that'll be great. The three of us? Uh, they're probably putting you up, right? Just oiling, oiled up and just we'll be in staying Brooke- in the we'll same in, room? We'll be in Brooklyn. Is that where it is? Well, then you should try to get There's a no ticket. sleep there. There's no sleep till There's Brooklyn. There's no sleep. Oh, till <laughs> Then when we get there, When we you sleep. get there, you can sleep. Well, no, I was it, like, it, I had to do the thing on the 7th, uh-huh. and, which is a Thursday. Yeah. And I asked them, I, instead of flying me back on Friday, I yeah. said, I want to stay the weekend. Well, then you should, when tickets go on sale, yeah, no, you definitely should get I'll one go. for the 8th. That would be awesome. And then the week after that, the 15th, that is when Iron Maiden is. All right. All right, man. What's your next tune? Okay. This is, uh, speaking of New York, the Ramones. I wanted everything. There 
you go. From Road to Ruin. That's Road to Ruin? Yeah. I couldn't remember where it was from. Yeah, those, uh, those first four kind of a little bit run together, the yeah. titles and the, <laughs> and the covers and the songs. But uh, Rocket to Russia, Road to Ruin. Love it all. Love it. Love it. Kyle, what do you think? You like the Ramones? Yeah, I do like the Ramones. So is that bef- the one before End of the Century? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's the one right before End of the Century. Right before they were held hostage by... Uh, <laughs> by the Wall of Sound. By the Wall of Sound. I love those 80s Ramones albums, though. I really love them. Pleasant Dreams and Animal Boy and... Is Mondo Bizarro in there? Mondo Bizarro and Brain Drain. And you never saw them? Mondo like. Bizarro, I think, is in the 90s, to be honest. Was that their last one? Adios Amigos was the last one. Oh, well, that makes 90, sense. 96. <laughs> I uh, saw that tour. Yeah, I never got to see them. Ah. And, and it was just dumb luck. I told you, sorry, I was playing yeah, yeah. the uh, the comedy club in yeah, Indianapolis. And they fired you. Ne- yeah. You, so you could, no. <laughs> I stumbled next door into the Vogue Theater and uh, look who it was. And was it packed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was packed. How'd you get a ticket then? I have no idea. I think maybe somebody, uh, somebody at the comedy club pulled a string or something to get in. That's amazing. Also, was it like one guy you can... I'm finding this all over the place. There's one guy you can weasel something in. Usually, somebody has a spare ticket, always. Everybody's, somebody's, somebody's friend bails, and they're trying to sell it outside or something. And was that the one and only time you saw them? Yeah. Yeah, wow. that was it. You are lucky. That's yeah. pretty cool. I didn't know it was going to be their last. Or maybe they said. I wasn't uh, too aware back at that point. Did you hear this at all? What did be folk? Oh, sure. But it was uh, CJ. <laughs> CJ counting it in. Yeah, it was a young kid. He was so much younger than all of them. Yeah. But yeah. I guess he was a great bass player. And up close, uh, Joey was uh, frightening. Frightening yes. looking. Uh, I saw Johnny Ramone in... Well, I saw. I actually saw Dee Dee, Marky, and Johnny. I, I got Dee Dee and Marky's autograph. They were signing autographs at like a Hollywood costume shop on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Dee Dee was there? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I saw Johnny at a, a video, a place where you rented like video cassettes. That's how okay. long ago it was. Because he lived out here. That's, yeah. So that's why... This was in, uh, this was in North Hollywood. And he went to the counter and they go, name. And he goes, John Cummings, because that's his real name. Right. I, I was like, but he had the haircut. It, it looks like, exactly, it's yeah. him. Right? He dressed the same way. Jeans, sleeveless t-shirt. Right. Swastika oh. shirt. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, let's hear, uh, I think this, this is not on a, an actual Kinks album. This was a single. Uh, this is in mono. This is She's Got Everything. Drums sound great on that. Sounded great. What year is that? You know, Nick Avery. Um, do not know. I'm sure by now you've seen. It's we the posted 60s. the uh, clip of Ray getting on stage with yeah. Dave in London. I read a little background on that. That that was not planned. Yeah, just got up. And and is it going to go anywhere? I mean, what's going to happen? Here's the thing. I think with David Bowie passing, that's going to make those guys think. You know what? Time is fleeting, so if we're going to do it, we should do it. I just realized driving over here, Lemmy outlived my dad. That's <laughs> Lemmy, who smoked and drank every day how for old, 50 years. How old was your dad? 67. Yeah, that's Glenn Fry age. That's too young. <laughs> I know. I went to the, uh, 
I went to the gym. Oh, I went today. But yesterday, boy. yesterday was my first day back in a long time. <laughs> and I get on the treadmill. And I'm just getting ready to start. And a guy gets on the treadmill next to me and taps me on the back. I'm like, what the fuck is good? Because it's a brand new gym. Right. My gym closed. a brand new gym. I'm like, who the fuck? Really? It's my first day. What the fuck? And I'm like, it's John Heffern. <laughs> and I go, I'm glad you're here, John, because in about 20 minutes, I, I would rather have a friend do chest compressions on me than, um, <laughs> yeah, right. than a stranger. Uh, but um, how do you feel? You sore already? Uh, yeah, second day, not not any. I thought oh, well, it gets easier every day. Nope, nope. Um, <laughs> so where was this? Oh, so anyway, so him and I were talking about Glenn Fry, and I go, I go. Now I'm going to be 52. Does I only have 15 years left on the planet? That's scary. I don't like that. I don't like think. And Heffern goes, Oh, dude, don't even. I don't even like thinking like that. Don't even say. <laughs> it. Like I like made him see white. Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Lemmy, Jack and Cokes every day. What did your dad pass from? Can I ask that? He had a heart, he had, uh, he had heart disease. He had did, high blood pressure. Did he take he care of himself? He diabetes to the doctor? and stuff. He went to the doctor? doctor all the time. No, he just ate. He didn't smoke, didn't drink, but just, you know, I never saw him eat a vegetable in his life. Okay, so he didn't. He was overweight for most of his life. Not hugely, but he was overweight. So dietary wise, he didn't take care of yeah. himself. All right. But I mean, some of this is genetic, but I mean, other people eat crap and live. Yeah. Yeah. You think Lemmy was vegan? I doubt it. <laughs> no, he ate the rainbow every night. <laughs> I know. Chicken wings. <laughs> burger. Jack and Coke. You know, they're calling it a Lemmy. That's if you order a Lemmy there, it's a Jack and Coke. No, I'm gonna, they I'm just gonna, named it after him. I'm going to call. I'm going to order a Lemony Snicket. See what they <laughs> give me then. Uh, you're up. It's your turn. I'm up. Okay. I'm going to go to the uh, Billboard Top 100 of 1970. This is Tom Jones... And uh, this is called Without Love, There Is Nothing. Belting it out. Listen to him belt it out. I had nothing, nothing at all. It's getting big here. Such a macho voice. It's going to get bigger. Okay, now, you think that's macho? Start it from the beginning. You got to hear this intro, okay. this spoken word intro. It's it's uh, it's awesome. You know, hey, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> to live for today <laughs> and to love for tomorrow is the wisdom of a fool. <laughs> because tomorrow is promised to no one. You see, love is, this is from that Lord of the Rings <laughs> that the whole wide world needs plenty of. And if you think for one minute that you can live without it, then you're only fooling yourself. Okay, Listen, they, please. Wow. That's the wisdom of a fool. Wow. That's Isn't that nice. awesome? I remember my, my mom would watch the Tom Jones Variety Hour, a variety show. Like, wouldn't miss it. I think her friend Marilyn Laux. Hey, he does have it. an amazing voice. Yeah. And he was great looking. Oh, my God. You couldn't he's, stop looking he's at him. He's still not bad looking. Oh, my, yeah. He's, what, 80 now, probably? Probably. Oh. 
Uh, Mike, I'm going to go to the Billboard Top 100 of 1974. Oh, okay. I think you might have. This is the one I, I, thought, I may have brought it, but I think I, I said this might be on Mike's list. So uh, just play it. Oh yeah, I got this one. Yeah, Billy Preston. Yep. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. That's a lot of nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be with me. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be with me. There's a great YouTube clip out there now that I'd never seen this before mm-hmm. with him, with Billy Preston is 11 years old with Nat what? King Cole. How old is Nat King Cole? 22? It was, it was in the 50s and Nat King Cole is, I think it's his TV show or something or a wow. special and he brings us, we're going to have a little guest come out and Billy Preston plays and sings a duet with him and they alternate like being at the piano. One will uh, start playing the piano and the other singing and the other one gets up and then the other one sits down. It's an amazing clip. And he was like 11 years old. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know it was like this child prodigy, but he no, was. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's cool. So look for it out there. YouTube. In the U of Tube. Climb down that rabbit hole. Yeah. What's next? And then find the Monkees Iron Maiden <laughs> mashup. And then find Nat King Cole and Iron Maiden. <laughs> it's got to be there. What do you got, Mike? Oh, it's back to me. Uh, okay. This is uh, John Wesley Harding. This is off the High Fidelity soundtrack. I don't know if it came off one of his albums as well, but this is uh, I'm Wrong About Everything. Colors fade to gray and I'm left with black and white Don't know why I try to fight with what is right Truth is on our lips and it looks like time to tell But you know I could be wrong about that as well you go i was like that song yeah i don't know any of his other stuff i don't know if i've ever heard that song no yeah it was yeah. on the uh, high fidelity soundtrack which is a great soundtrack and the artist great album. again john wesley harding yeah i don't know that song. shares a name of a famous old western uh, outlaw i believe right shares two-thirds of a name of a guy who used to play the flash <laughs> oh god john wesley ship nerd alert hey how much juice is on the recording computer uh 62 percent what do we hear 67 percent oh man the I'm recording seven, computer I'm 71 that's the recording we, we're a three uh laptop operation here. uh my next song is a number one single from 1977 oh you and i did a 1977 show but i don't think we played this i might have brought that as well uh this is andy gibb yeah i just want to be your everything awesome i would wait forever for those lips of wine build my world around you darling this love will shine, girl Watch it and see If you give a little more Then you're asking for your love Or time to keep I, I, I just want to be Your everything Open up the heaven in your heart And let me be The things you are to me And not some puppet on a string 
That was back when Barry Gibb was writing so many number one hits. They just said, "Here, here, Andy, you have this one." Yeah, <laughs> just like you're starting out in the business. Here, have a number one hit. He was 30 when he died. Yeah, I know that's crazy. 30. He would be um, 31. No, because because uh, Kirk, your your my brother, your dad was born in 1958. That's when Andy Gibb was born. So he would be 57. He, wow. Yeah, he'd be 57 right now. And I mean, he 30. Was, he would still be doing him and him and Barry would be touring. If Barry's he the only done. one alive, and Barry was the oldest. I know why. This was dry. This is all life in the fast lane for this kid. I know. Thirty is crazy. Yeah, Thirty. That's that's drugs. Anybody dies yeah. that young, that's oof, that's bad. Well, look, hard. Learn anything from Nancy Reagan? <laughs> just did, say no. Just say no. <laughs> that's all you do. No, I brought that one too. How could you not? You, and I hadn't heard it in so long. And then I when I. Pulled it up here and played it. I was like, damn, that's a great song. It's a great song. It is. Number one. For weeks, I remember that being number one. Uh, Okay, my next one is uh, from our gal, Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders. This is off uh, Loose Screw, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Almost brought this, but then I couldn't (laughs) find a good place to cue it. That's going right from the start. A little reggae-fied, a little reggae But I want you more than before, so I can't see it. great album yeah it's a really great album i think that's one that gets lost in the shuffle of everything even with other recent albums i for some reason find loose screw i'm sure you can find it yeah sounds her voice sounded so good on that yeah really great um my next song is uh i love to play early police when they when they really when they rocked when they really rocked this is uh, the b-side from their first single called fallout the b-side is called nothing achieving this isn't even andy summers on guitar this is a guy called Henry Padovani. So Andy Summers wasn't in the group then? No. Um, it's in Andy Summers' documentary. He go, they, they want Andy to join the band. He comes to the show, and uh, they offer him the job as guitarist, but they want him to be the second guitarist. Right. And he said, he says, no, I don't want to be the second guitarist. So they hire him and fire the other guy. <laughs> So this is uh this is nothing achieving. My daddy's bootstrap in me Cause I'm bigger than him. He says I make him sick I don't think I've ever heard that. Also written by Stuart Copeland. Really? And then here's a quote from Sting. This is from the uh, message in a box from the liner notes. Uh, Sting, and just, just, just when I read this, you'll just hear pompousness. <laughs> this was one of the songs Stuart played me. 
What the songs lacked in sophistication, they made up for in energy. I just went along with them and sang them as hard as I could. No, it wasn't false punk. I mean, what's real punk? Our first record was entirely a tribute to Stewart's energy and focus. The band wouldn't have happened without him. Well, that was nice. Okay. He so threw, he, threw so him a first, bone. First, he takes him down. Right. <laughs> lacks sophistication. And then he... But that, that first Police album is killer. No, was that song, that was a B-side? Yeah, uh, they had a, before they had their before their first album came out, they just did what everyone would do. They'd record like a single, right? And that was the B side to the single Fallout. Okay, and those aren't on any of the. Uh, that's on you can get it on the uh, box set. Oh, cool! Yeah. Now that sounded great. Yeah, that's really good. And now he has a lute, <laughs> and he's touring with uh, Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, the yeah. Rock Paper Scissors tour this yeah. year. I saw Gabriel a couple of years ago, and he was fantastic. Yeah, I guess they're gonna sing. Together, each other's songs? Each other's songs or together. Or, I think this is exactly what Sting just did with Paul Simon. Oh, okay. They did. Uh, they would perform together. They'd perform separately. They would do each other's songs. And I think Elton and Billy Joel, too, would do that a little bit. They would they would perform together, and they would sing. Elton would sing yeah. a Billy Joel songs. So, so they're coming to the Hollywood Bowl, I believe. Yeah, I, can't, I never want to go to the Bowl. I know. It's we got to get. We got to work. As long as you got a good ticket. If you're in the back, you're screwed at the Bowl. But if you get a good ticket, it's nice. I'll see if I can hit up a publicist on. Yeah, work things. your magic. You, you work some of that Sammy Hagar uh, magic. Oh, um, listen to this. I, you know, <laughs> no, I don't want to give any. I don't want to give anything away. But um, so I won't say it. I'll tell you guys afterwards. All right. Well, you stole my next uh, everything song, which was Andy Gibbs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to switch to uh, number eight. If you could do that, Kyle. Yes. And uh, this is from one of my favorite bands. Hold, hold the phone. I just happened to look at the Rock Solid Twitter page. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. Faster Pussycat is now following us. Faster (laughs) Pussycat. All right. Band from the 80s. Nice. Should I follow them back? Absolutely. Give them a follow back. There we go. Look at that. We'd love to be on the show. Get them in here. I want to hear those stories. I don't want to hear anything from them. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, just just in Faster Pussycat is not following us. Uh, I know. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Uh, this is uh, for one of my favorite bands this is Crowded House with Everything is Good for You Neil Finn and the boys. Um, one of those band members is deceased, right? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Not one of the Finns. No, no, no. Do they still... The drummer, I think. Do they still go out as Crowded House sometimes? Sometimes. I've seen them both uh, as Crowded House and then just Neil Finn solo. And, and sometimes you, they go out as roommates. Aha. <laughs> Are you... Um, uh, do you also like the split ends? Yeah. I only like. I only know a couple of split end songs. Are their albums what, the Leaky good? Boat song? Yeah, Leaky Boat and, um, and uh, I Got You is yeah. like a classic. That's that's amazing. There's three that I like. Are their albums good? Uh, they were were more of a singles band. You know, like uh, I, they were, the albums were hit and miss for me. But when the singles hit, they were good. You His, know, History Never Repeats. History Never Repeats is a good song. Yeah. For some reason, I have that in here like nine times. In my <laughs> library. I got to weed this library out. 
This bullshit. Okay. How do you get so many doubles? I'm finding that myself. I don't know. You know, How does there's, that happen? there's a way. Yeah, you can f- put view duplicates. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. And then it'll it'll show you all the duplicates. Now, it has to be named. Exactly Relati- the same. Well, relatively similar. So if it's got an extra space in the, between the words, I it think, won't I don't, read I don't it. know if they account for that because I've seen things that aren't named quite the same. Like sometimes a live thing I'll have marked live, but it'll right. come up duplicates. So it, I think it just depends. All right. This I is computer stock. talk. Thanks, Kyle. Tech talk. For Tech five. talk. Uh, let's go to 2011. Uh, Lenny Kravitz album called oh. Black and White America. This song is just called Everything. It's about what we saw when his pants I don't hate that. No, his uh, his he has some great albums. Yeah, he really does. absolutely. I got on a Lenny Kravitz kick, so I'm like, oh, I want to go look for some of his albums. And I sadly um, used, I picked up a bunch for like 99 cents. <laughs> They're great. Is it right up there with the REM monster? Uh, yeah, it's, it's very strange what albums <laughs> are, are, are there. I mean, there's a ton. If you go to Amoeba Records out here. Hootie and the Blowfish. Elvis Costello. A lot of cracked rear view. There's a ton of Elvis Costello because Elvis, oh, he remastered it. Then he remastered it again and put oh, bonus okay. tracks on it. And then he, so people are like getting rid of their old ones to upgrade, which that's the good thing. But then you'll see like a million <laughs> right. Elvis Costello albums. Oh, you okay, Kyle? What happened? Yeah. Fine. You good? Okay. You got pizza yeah. in your system? You drinking? What are you drinking? A hot tea? Yeah, drinking a hot tea. Hot tea. What do you got behind you? What's that? I thought you brought in a urine specimen or some vin- <laughs> or vinegar. This was like green tea that I bought at it. lunchtime. It's all and then and peed it out. And then we went to like a, we went to like an Asian marketplace for yeah, lunch. This it's pretty yeah, pretty this inexpensive. Is, yeah, hardcore. All written in uh, it's Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. There's only two English words in this whole bottle, and it just says green tea. Yeah, <laughs> but doesn't it looks like vinegar? Yeah, it doesn't look. Um, like it's all right. It's it doesn't have any sweetener in it, so it's a little, little boring. boring. Yeah, it's all right though. This is tea talk. Right. <laughs> tea you time. heard tech talk. I ate this uh, is tea, tea talk. talk. I ate. Uh, let's get a little tit talk. Oh wait, wait a minute! Yeah, <laughs> you, you ate some tit. <laughs> no, um. Uh, well, I can't segue into what my wife cooked for dinner now after we go tit talk. <laughs> uh, no, she made bok choy, a dish with bok choy. Bok choy, I, it's fun to say. Yeah, but it's hard to find at the grocery store. I had to ask for help. <laughs> Someone come over to the produce store. And of course, where was it? Right in front of me. Of course. Right in fucking front of me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's right there. I'm like, I'm standing right on it. Is she a good cook? Yeah, she loves to cook. Really? She doesn't... Um, but she's never home. How does... But when she is home... But when she like... <laughs> Never I know she home. takes my lemons. When she is uh, easy, <laughs> easy Robert. Till the plant. juice runs down easy. my leg. Uh, no, she loves to cook. So whenever, yeah, like I'll say, what are we gonna have to? Oh, I'm gonna cook. So yeah, oh. when she's home, she always likes to. Cook. You're a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah, she's a good cook. Um, except her burritos, they're dry. Really? Yeah, they're dry. She ba- she bakes them. They get dry. Oh, she's gonna hate that I said that. You gotta divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing she does wrong. And, and load that dishwasher. She does not know how to do that. She puts the burritos in the top of the dishwasher to get them. 
Oh, the, she, did she yeah, steam them in there? Steam, steam them in, them there. in the <laughs> That would be that would be that'd be like a three stooges thing if the three stooges were in 2015. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this oven's a little different. Spread out. Yeah, put them in there. Just steam them up in there. Uh, and, then, and then and then one of them would end up in there. Like yeah, it would right. There. Larry's like crawling out. The, uh, the the vegetables are ready. <laughs> Today, I don't even want to say. I shouldn't even say this. Today, uh, the Blue Oyster Cult song is on the radio today. Uh, Burn it for you. Sure. When he hits the chorus, here's what pops into my head: I'm Bernie. I'm Bernie. I'm Bernie, the Jew. <laughs> That's for Bernie Sanders. It is. That should be his. Um. That should be his campaign song. I don't want anything flashy. <laughs> I don't want no blue. I don't know want oysters. I don't want no cult. I want a totally acoustic. <laughs> Bernie for you is not bad. Bernie yeah. for you. Yeah. Not Bernie the Jew. No, no, I think, no, yeah, I think, maybe. I think that's a little too far. Okay. <laughs> might be a step too far. All right. It's, uh, it's your turn, I think. I All right, I'm going to go back. Kravitz. I'm going to go back to number seven, Kyle. Okay. We skipped over. I'm going to big slice of 80s cheese right in your grill. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Richard is it, Marks. Wait, wait, is this grilled cheese? Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is grilled cheese all up in your grill. From Chicago, Richard Marks. Don't mean nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 87, buddy. I love this song. Great song. Even if you don't go all the way, I know that you'll go far. I don't think I have any Richard Marks in my life. You can turn you upside down. No one you can count on in this sleazy little town. Lots of promises in the dark. Don't you open your heart. Cause it don't mean nothing. There you go. I think that's um, Joe Walsh on guitar on this oh, song. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, you forget how many hits that guy had, but he had a ton of them in the 80s. Yeah, he just married Daisy Fuentes. Did he really? Yes. He divorced his uh, first wife. Wow. Um, who he was married to for years. She's she got to be, he's got to be older than her. I think she and I are the same age. So the, he's got to be late 50s, maybe. I don't know. How old is he, Kyle? Uh, Richard Marks? Yeah. M-A-R-X. Speaking of Richard Marks and the Eagles, I found a clip, again, in a YouTube hole that uh, it, was, it was a Richard Marks concert, obviously, because he was in the middle. But uh, Randy Meisner and Timothy B. Schmidt are singing Take It Easy. They, they're doing Take It Easy on the same stage. And I don't remember ever seeing anything where Schmidt and Meisner no. were on the same well, stage. I'm looking He's up right 52. now. 52. Mark, 52, okay. he's my age, and he looks amazing. Yeah, he looks yeah. Great. he's one of these. Um, he's one of these uh, John Stamos or uh, Rob Lowe guys. Yeah, time. Fuentes is uh, forty nine. Yeah. Oh, she's and, older than me. His first wife was Cynthia Rose. She Cynthia Rhodes. She was in what movie was she in? Was she in? Um, she was in Flashdance, Staying Alive, and Dirty Dancing. Wow, they were married for years. Now I can't see that Joe Walsh plays guitar on there, but. Timothy B. Schmidt and Randy Meisner sing background vocals on this album. Okay, yeah, because there is a uh, clip out there of them in concert, and they sing "Take It Easy." I really thought. And Schmidt uh, and him. I didn't think Meisner and Schmidt hung out, but apparently they do. They were both in Poco. former Poco. They were both in Poco and, <laughs> and both the in Eagles. the Eagles. So yeah, 
but uh, it, it's a great version of it. They sound sound amazing. And take it easy, of course. How do you? You know, it's a great song. How do you screw it up? Jackson Brown and Glenn Fry put that one together. I bet. Really? We, Wasn't that a Meisner song? Take it easy. No, I'm sorry. It was um, take, take it, it to, to the, the limit. limit. Take it to the yeah, limit. That's a Meisner song. Yeah. You said take it easy. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Take it to the limit. All right. My next song is uh, it's from 2003. This is friend of the show. Oh, he was look on, out. He was on about a year ago. He sang right here in the studio. Uh, Ricky Warwick. Yeah. This is from his album Tattoos and Alibis. This is a song called Nothing is Real. I've watched the fall guy stumble. I've seen the yes man mumble. I felt an empire crumble. No one needs me when I'm needing. I've seen the shame and selling tricks. I watched high steppers get their kicks. Blew it all for just one fix. No one needs me when I'm bleeding. That sounds great. This fucking guy can do anything. He can do that hard rock stuff. He yeah. can front Thin Lizzy. And he can sound just like Phil Lina. Yeah, I mean. Or not like that. Right. Yeah, that's and pretty great. So Black Star Riders right now are recording their third album. I'm so glad that, because uh, I didn't know if that was going to be one of these bands. It was like right around for one or two albums and then stop. Right. So, but uh, they're taking a break from recording and th- they're going to do some Thin Lizzy dates again. Oh, cool. So, God, I hope they come to... Los Angeles. I know it's They'll probably not, right by five know, year, yeah. right by your house there at the Canyon Club. I mean, that would be great. Uh, look, I know it's not really Thin Lizzy, <laughs> right? But it's still cool to hear those songs played live. I think so. part of that experience of seeing it is like you get in a crowd of your people. Yeah, you know, people and, like find their people are so isolated now, especially yeah. online and everything like that. Yeah. It's every people get together. It's oh my crowd. Yeah. These are these are my people. Yeah, and Scott Gorham is from Thin Lizzy is, is in the band, and, and Darren Wharton. Uh, keyboards. He was in Thin Lizzy, so right. you got two members there. I know it's it's more members than foreigners. Now. <laughs> exactly, um, more members than Guns and Roses. Yeah, uh, they got three. Yeah, I, that. Let, let me tell you something. If I'm going to rant, okay, go this ahead. This is another Mike Schmidt who we're recording with this week. Uh, he's a diehard Tarantino fan. He's a diehard Van Halen fan. He's a diehard Guns and Roses fan. Those three things can do no wrong. But this Guns and Roses reunion. I'm, so it's Slash Duff. And and uh, and Axel, but no Izzy, no and Izzy, the drummer no is Stephen, uh, no Matt Sorum. It's three guys from the from the new version of Guns N' Roses, and then the three. Original. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's not a re- that's like a that's like Van Halen telling us it's a reunion. It's not a reunion <laughs> if it's not all the guys, and all the guys are alive. So right. Well, Stephen is kind of alive. <sighs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask. He's uh, half halfway there. I know. Uh, listener Jim Glass has seen Stephen Adler live. I'm gonna have to ask him to let me know what shape Stephen was in and how yeah. he is as a drummer if he thinks that he could actually pull it off. I don't know. So is it just going to be a one-off Coachella thing or are they actually going to tour? No, no, no. They're doing two, um, two pre-shows in Vegas, then Coachella, and then they're going to do summer dates. Really? Yeah. Jeff Tate calls them Fatso Rose. <laughs> and then they're, they're going to get mad at each other halfway through and that'll be yeah. it. I can't imagine they're that, that start their that concert axle, two hours late. That an Axel Rose now is just like all chill. Maybe he is. Yeah. Maybe he's like, you know what? Let's just do this. It's just, well, it's money, right? I mean, it's got to be, so. they I mean, each know that they can't make 
money with separately as much th- as they could together. I'm surprised because I think Slash, I really think Slash was doing pretty well carving out a nice solo niche. Yeah. I don't know why he would go back, but oh well. There must be some, there's going to be some money made, definitely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You're up. What do you got? All right. We're at number 10, Kyle. You saw 20 Feet from Stardom, right? I didn't. You didn't see that movie? Is it on Netflix? You shut up. You saw it. <laughs> you did. I would. This is funny that you bring this up because I was thinking tonight driving here about. Uh, I'm not a filmmaker, right? But I know Graham Elwood and a couple and some people have made films. And I was thinking about if a documentary, <laughs> a documentary about autograph seekers. There's nothing like that's been done. I would call that 90 minutes from stardom because <laughs> you wait 90 minutes until they can. But uh, that might be interesting if done well. Yes. If I did it. Not, not if they follow you, you around, you but no, I mean, but whenever you know, when we go, when you wait with yeah, there's a couple freaks, we see the same guys. Could you imagine like going to their apartment? I can't imagine and, like talking oh. to them. That would be almost better, better than somebody than, else than me doing that because yeah. I oof. That, yeah. that would that be better than like a Christopher Guest movie about that. I think like so. the real thing would be oh, yeah. way better. And what cracks me up every time is every time I'm waiting and those Looney Tunes are there. If I'm with Pardo, Pardo would just look at me and go, you know, you just like those guys. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's like, you just like them. And then someone comes out and Pardo will go, oh, you decide my scene. Yeah. Remember when I said you're going to be around your people? That's it. That's, those are your people. <laughs> those are my people. Okay, I'm sorry. Go so ahead. 20 feet from stardom, yes. the uh, woman in that uh, named Claudia Lanier, mm-hmm. she was the woman who became a teacher in LA. Okay. She was the one that was smoking hot that was in Playboy and then she like banged yeah. around with Mick Jagger and I gotta everybody see, else. I got to see this movie. Oh, you got to see it. You've never seen this movie. No, it's I a great movie. haven't. It's a great movie. I still haven't watched the Keith Richards documentary. Oh, Okay. Is, is that great? I didn't. No, wait a minute. The new one? It's on Netflix. There's a oh, I, don't, I haven't seen that either. I don't have Netflix. Stop yelling at me. But ghost. No, you can see. You don't have Netflix. Starting. No, I don't. Sixteen. Stop yelling a month? at me. Stop yelling. You at would me. love it's Netflix. Less. You haven't seen it's Twenty Feet from Stardom. Eight, it's like eight dollars a month if you just want streaming. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. It's a woman. And she's one of the uh, stars of this movie, and she was. She sang with like Leon Russell's band. She sang in like the Mad Dogs and Englishmen tour with Joe Cocker. She dated Bowie and Keith uh, Mick Jagger. Wow. And she had one solo album. She was a backup singer, but she had one solo album in 1974, or three, 1973, called Phew, P-H-E-W. Phew. And this is a song from it. And this is, I took this off the, uh, that f- funky soul rare box set that we gave away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is called uh, Everything I Do Gonna Be Funky. You know what her second funky. Al- it her, is funky. Her second album was called. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when will you do a Rolling Stones uh, episode with me? I want to do it in in decades. I want to do the '60s first. I just want okay. to do the Stones in the '60s. Well, I, I needed a little more time to prepare prepare for that. Okay. One. Why, don't, one why don't you have you and Christy set that up, and then she'll say and no, she says, <laughs> and then <laughs> you can do it. I'll take it okay. over at the last minute. Uh, 
and we I still have that British I think I still have that Brit box that you gave me. We never gave that away. So we can, Oh really? We'll give that away in conjunction with a Rolling Stones. I thought you'd sold it on eBay. Were you getting rid of that one? You sold something for me on eBay. I sold I sold the Ray Charles. Was there a Oh Ray yeah, Charles? it was the Ray Charles thing. I sold two things. I paid yeah. you that money. I think. I think I still have the Brit box. That wouldn't oh, sell. Really? Yeah, okay. We could give that away. Sure. Give that away. But yeah, let's do let's do the let's do that. Let's do that for our next show. Let's do the Rolling Stones in the sixties. Just the sixties. Sure. Because I was thinking about this the other day. The Beatles are only in the sixties. Let it be came out in nineteen seventy. But really, yeah. but the Stones then have set, they, four decades, four five decades. decades. After that. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I did a Who show, but the Who doesn't have the catalog that the Stones. It's crazy. It's interesting. You can go from like their the first blues album. It yeah. was all covers, and then you yeah. can work in and like you can see how they they start, grew. Then they start amazing. writing some. They start writing songs together, and it's crazy because like the first couple albums are just blues covers, and then it's like this amazing songwriting team was yeah. just brewing. <laughs> right. Waiting to burst. Um, all right, my next uh, my next song is from 1973. Kyle, what you're going to do though? I have this already. All you have to do, you're going to start playing track eight, but you're going to let it. It's going to stop and it's going to go right into track nine. So just let it. You know, you know what I mean. You don't have to do anything. Okay. I have it all ready for you. Okay. Um, and if it doesn't work, then I'm an idiot. Uh, this is a song by Bread. This is everything I own. Oh, I brought that one too. And then, but then this version is going to go into a friend of the show's cover. Interesting. I'm not going to say who it is. You sheltered me from harm, kept me warm, kept me warm. You gave my life to me, set me free. Set me free The finest years I ever knew For all the years I had with you I would give anything I own This is Anna Hoffs Give and, and up my, my and, uh, life That's sweet, sweet. Yeah. My heart, my home Did you do that mashup? Was that you? I did that mashup. Oh, it's, it was clean. It was clean, man. You just what? put an end at one point. I just put an end at one the point, and then I started it, like, tried to sync it up as good as so possible. So if you guys at home want to do that with Run to the Hills, and I'm a believer. <laughs> you can do it. You better find that, because that's awesome. January. Oh, God, if I say January one more time. February 17th. February. God, punch me in the balls. Seriously. Done. Punch me right in the balls. Done. Uh, February 17th at the Improv Improv in Hollywood will be on the lab. The Improv Lab, which lab. is next. It's the little room next door. off. And how, is, it, how, is it really tiny? It's oh, a small room. I, well, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. I but. found it because it's the trooper and I'm a believer. Okay. It's not. Yeah. All right. So so anyway, we're going to do a tribute to David Bowie that night. We're going to yes. do 530 to 7. It's free admission. It's happy hour. Uh, Murray will be there Mike will be there Christy will be there April is tentative Because she might be in London 
Um, the biggest Bowie, Bowie fan of all of us. biggest Bowie fan of all of us. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but it's going to be fun. Heather Stewart, who is a guest on the show, she's going to sing two Bowie songs acoustically. That oh, night. awesome. And I did not ask her what she's going to sing, and I do not want to know. I want to be surprised. Oh, that'll she, be great. She is an amazing singer and uh, guitar player. So come by, everybody. Have a cocktail. Yeah, have a cocktail. I'll, we'll celebrate my birthday, which is like five days after that. Toast Pat and Bowie. That's right. In that order. Yeah. R.I.P. Let's R.I.P. for one of us. <laughs> oh, is this it? Okay, let's hear it. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back. The bill of sales will charge begins. That's awesome. There's a lot of creative people out there that aren't (laughs) using their abilities to the best possible. Unless you put together a whole album of those and you're able to release it. That's a lot of time on one guy's hands. So much time. That's that's someone who's bored at work. That's what that is. (laughs) Someone with editing software is like, you know know what kind of sounds the same? Yeah. Did you ever see that like 10 minute clip where like the Terminator walks in and he's he's in the Scarface bar and he turns around there's an alien and they wrote all the fucking shit. I don't know how this works. So how can you pull just a vocal off a recording and mash it into something? I'm sure there's something with... Pro Tools, or you know, someone has isolated the tracks, and oh, you can okay. just download. It's a new that. app. It's called Jack Smash. <laughs> <laughs> you just put the two songs in there, and it puts them together pretty cool. It syncs them up pretty well. It's a free app, Jack Smash. Yep. Jack Smash. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Anything, any, any word could be, could be an, an app. app right sure, now. Crunk. <laughs> you know, just like you get the Crunk app. Yeah, Pussy Finder. <laughs> That's Tinder. Oh. Uh, all right, go ahead. What's up? Okay, uh, this is uh, our gal Madonna. Probably my favorite post-80s uh, Madonna album, Ray of Light. This is Nothing Really Matters. Yeah, Ray of, Light, Ray of Light's probably her last really good album. Yeah, that one. It's. Uh, yeah. I go back to it every once in a while because it's really good. It's strong throughout. You know, yeah. it's not like yep. this last one, her new one. We talked about this in the year end thing. It's just tough. Really hit and miss. Yeah, I hear tough. one and it's like, oh, I like that, and the next one, I hate this. Yeah, she's dating Sean Penn again. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're dating again. No, I'm not kidding. They were married. Now they're dating again. Chapo's going to marry them. El Chapo, sure. El Chapo. They are dating. I'm not joking. Uh, This next song is from 1975. This band opened up uh, for Van Halen when I saw them on the 5150 tour. Opened up. Yeah. And uh, they only played five songs to open. Only played five songs. That's enough. The biggest cheer they got was every time they said Van Halen, they would be like, between songs, they'd be like, it's great being here opening for Van Halen. Woo! Uh, but this is a band called Bachman Turner, Turner Overdrive. Overdrive. She's 
can you look at them? How can you take them seriously after that taking care of Christmas debacle that they did that we played? Look, man, on the Christmas show, taking care of Christmas. <laughs> you ain't seen Christmas, Christmas yet. <laughs> <laughs> You know who's coming out here? Is coming this? Uh, what's the the place in San Juan Capistrano called? The coach, the uh, coach house, coach. Yeah, yes. Uh, Burton Cummings is coming out. There. Oh, really? I hope he comes to. The, I would go see him if he. Came I would to see the him can- if he came closer to That's, the Canyon Club. Yeah, I hope he does. You know, he's very active on Facebook. Like he'll. Oh, really? He'll answer like a question. Yeah, he's like very. He's a pretty cool dude. Like and he'll just say, "Look." I know that I don't know people on Facebook. He goes, but I feel like I do, and I, I'm really into this technology. He, he, he wow. just okay. discovered it like yesterday. Wow. But he's uh, he's Canadian. Come on, they're a little <laughs> behind. I think. He, uh, yeah, I, I, I like his page on Facebook. Awesome, I'll check it out. Cummings, I would love to. I'm I would a fan. definitely go see them. Yeah, he's got at least ten strong songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Guess Who, Stand oh, Tall, These Maybe. Eyes. Yeah. Come on, we got to go. We got to go. Your turn. My turn. Okay, I'm going to go to Bob Dylan. This is Everything is Broken. I don't know this one. What year? Can't remember. I got it off the compilation. It's later. Later, Dylan. Broken lines. Broken strings. Broken threads. Broken springs. Broken idols. Broken heads. People sleeping in broken beds. Ain't no use driving. Ain't no use joking. Everything is broken. It's a good tune. I, I like that song a 90s. lot. I want to say 90s, maybe. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Can you look it up. Somebody can yeah, look, look it up. up. Everything is broken. He didn't sound like that when we saw him. No, no. Hey, Brian. My, my dad said that was uh, Bob Dylan is tied for the worst concert he ever saw. What's yeah, it tied with? Uh, it's tied with um, Kenny Rogers. Because the guy who opened for Kenny Rogers played longer than Kenny Rogers, and Kenny Kenny Rogers got to 45 minutes and just stopped. Yeah, and and this was Curry, because he just told me that too, and and Kenny Rogers, it was in his heyday. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't like you saw him three weeks ago. He's like, saw him in his heyday. I saw Kenny Rogers at the Holiday Star Theater in uh, Merrillville, Indiana, when we were working the comedy club there, and you could sneak into the big showroom and see the... That was was always fun. And I remember him seeing him running in, into him in the hallway after the show, and he was carrying a pizza well, <laughs> <laughs> to his room. How many? That was kind of like a universal amphitheater size, wasn't it? I want to say it was like the Wiltern. I would say it was probably about two thousand seats. I think it was bigger than that because I saw I saw Judas Priest and Alice Cooper there. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That seems. And, uh, I don't think it was that big. I was walking through the hotel. Uh, and Rob Halford, with two walking with two young gentlemen, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. All right, his but valets. I, sure. I said. Uh, I said. Uh, I said, Rob, how you doing? He goes, All right. <laughs> just like literally, didn't stop walking. I didn't stop walking. Said, All right. All right. I just remembered that right now when you were talking yeah. about. I saw thing. Tony Bennett in that room, and I remember somebody told me I was working there one week, and somebody said, "Oh, there's a comedian in the in the showroom." I was like. If anybody's big enough to play that room, yeah. and I never heard of the guy, and who I was, was like, it? "Who was it?" Tony Bennett. It was uh, it was Bernie Mac. Wow. It was before he became famous, but he was he was from Gary, or he had you know it was right south of Gary there, and he was so big on the black circuit. Joke in peace. He could sell out. Yeah, he could sell out this a whole theater. Yeah. Yep. He had a band. He had like a backup dancers. He called the Macaronis. 
It was crazy. He had a, sh- a show, man. And I was like, who the hell is this dude, man? It's crazy. Was yeah, he-, he was huge. Huge. What did he, did he have a heart attack? Yeah, I think so. Everything is Broken is from 1989. 89. I knew wow. it was close. Yeah. Sounds pretty good for 89. Yeah, no, it was, he still had a voice then. My next song is uh, Men at Work from 1985. Oh. It was the album that followed Cargo, an album called Two Hearts. We've got a rocking piece here. Greg Ham is uh, deceased mm-hmm. from uh, Men at Work. This was really a two-man operation, this third album. It was really just Colin Hay and Greg Ham. But this is a song I love. I love this song. It's Everything I Need. guest to get he plays largo all the time and he's actually a funny guy um yeah i think he's he's been on a couple podcasts lately. colin hey yeah yeah i, I know he's he, done marins i think he was on uh was it pardo? He on, did he do yeah, pardos he's on parkastathon he was yeah, on yeah, parkastathon he, and jimmy and i uh created a show called glory days that we shot uh, a pilot presentation for um and colin hay was uh the guest so i always think like th- that he might even know you maybe he wrote um on parkastathon uh, when he was signing my album, he was looking at the crowd, and as he signed it, he went. <laughs> he mouthed, mouthed the words "fuck you" as he signed it. <laughs> um, How many more do I have? Because I uh, I got to plan this out. I've got two more. Two more. Okay. So, so you play one. I'll play one. You play one. I'll play one, and then you can do a play out. All right, that'll be fun. So what are we on? We're on uh, nothing, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. We're on yes. The this yeah. is one of Stevie Wonder's best. He wrote this about Richard Nixon. I can't see nothing. And the Jackson <laughs> Five does the backup singing on this. This is You Haven't Done Nothing. It's not too cool to be ridiculed, but you brought this up on Jackson 5 kicking in on the doo wops I do like the Jackson 5. I always did. Mm-hmm. always liked the Jackson 5. Except that Tito you didn't care for. Tito with the hat and the guitar. <laughs> the one guy that had musical ability. Right. Yeah, he could play an instrument, I mean. I guess they all had some musical ability. Jackie still makes me laugh because it looks like so his uncle's on stage with Michael. <laughs> yeah. Jack, there was a 20-year difference. Yeah. <laughs> He's, you know, Michael's eight. Jackie's 28. At least that's what it looked like. Sure, I'm sure I'm wrong. Um, you got something for us, Kyle? You look like you want to talk. No, I was going to look up the age of Jackie Jackson. All right. 
How old is Jackie Jackson right now? Uh, it says he's loading. Uh, he was born in 51. Well, thanks. Now I got to do math. How old is he? <laughs> I'm trying to look. It's not... It's not like, what, what would that be? He's 64. 50, yeah, 64. He's 64. And Michael would be how old right now? I think there's only a 10-year difference. Michael, I believe, was born in 61. Was that sound right? Uh, he was born in 58, so 58, he'd be 57. No. And how old was Jackie? Jackie 64. Be... So there's a seven-year difference? Oh, there's the, then Michael was a shrimp, and Jackie was standing on top of a building. Cause <laughs> mean, so yeah, well, tall. he probably hit his growth spurt at that probably. point already. All right. My next song is from 2002. It's from uh, Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> his comeback album with the... My, my, did, Kyle, can I ask you something? Hmm. That guy sitting on the couch over there. Yeah. Is that who I think it is? It might be. I don't know when you uh, bring him over and find out. Okay. I think I think that guy's Michael Shanker. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Michael. I did see are... some guys hanging out in the yeah. uh, in the alley. Sir, could you... We, are you are you Michael Shanker from the band UFO, also from uh, Michael Shanker Group, MSG? Hi, this is Michael. <laughs> I hope you're all doing great. All right. Well, it is Michael <laughs> it Shanker. Is. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Michael. Thanks for... <laughs> what a nice thing to say. I know. He's very nice. Um, all right. Yeah, you can sit. You can watch. <laughs> so uh, this, is, um, this is from Bruce Springsteen. This is when he got back with the E Street Band for The Rising. Uh, majority of this album is written about 9-11, including this song called Nothing Man. I don't remember how I felt I never thought I'd live To read about myself In my hometown people How my brave young life was forever changed in a mystic light of pink vapor. Darling, give me your kiss. Only understand. By Brendan O'Brien. Brendan O'Brien. <laughs> Sounded good. Yeah, that's good, good. I really like that song. So what do we have? I have I have two everything's that are nothing. What a, how do I you're, forget? You're gonna play in everything, and then I'm gonna play in everything, and then we'll do some promoting, and then you'll play us out. With a nothing. With whatever. Oh, okay. Um boy. So I only have two two songs left? Yeah, you got two. You son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna uh then I'm gonna go with another nothing then. This is uh, the Velvet Underground with uh, Oh Sweet Nothing.
also off the High Fidelity soundtrack I pulled that from. Wow, that's a good soundtrack. I got to get that soundtrack. No, I love great. that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I like that's that movie. Cusack. Really Springsteen's in it. Jack Black made him a star. Uh, the asshole really record did, uh, yeah. store employee. Back when there were record stores and employees. Tim Robbins is in it? Yeah. Tim Robbins is in it. Him and John Cusack are big buddies. Oh, yeah. And then that Piven, does he make an appearance in that? Mm. Jeremy Piven, he's John Cusack's buddy. He's well, Tim Robbins and Jack Black were, they were in that, they started a theater group together, that one in Westwood or whatever. Oh, yeah, right. Theater and, Tribe. Yeah, and they have an HBO show. So they all, yeah. they're all the same. Don't they? Jack Black. Oh, yeah, The Brink. The Brink, yes. Oh, my God. I watched, I was in, what country? I was on the ship, and they got some like uh, Spanish uh, channel on the, on the ship, uh-huh. and they were playing the, oh, was it Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, that yeah. movie? Ooh. Ooh. Was it yeah. in English? Yeah, it was subtitled. It, they they played it in English, but there was Spanish subtitles. Gotcha. But they was uh, See, it was so terrible. Did they show Nacho Libra? Oh, God. <laughs> and Tim Robbins is in it though. Yeah. So that's how close he is to Jack Black. He 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 was willing to be in that piece of shit. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that was Asian, and then went into uh, like someone from a plantation. <laughs> All right, look here we go. Um, my next song is uh, written by Sammy Hagar, but made uh, much more popular by a heartthrob from uh, General Hospital named uh, Rick Springfield. This is uh, I've Done Everything You for played you. this on the interview. We did. Yeah. Played Great Sammy, song. Sammy's version. Still a great song, man. Yeah, uh, Rick's version actually has a little bit more zip than Sammy's. I will have to uh, admit. Did he cop to it? I bet Sammy doesn't mind cashing the checks, though. Nah, man, that's mailbox money. <laughs> he basically said, Sammy said his first five albums, he goes, yeah, just go get them. I go, oh, really? I go, what do you mean go get go get them? He's like, I don't make any money from them. Just take them. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, goes, he said that. He goes, I don't think I make any money from I don't from think him. I make any. God doesn't even know where, he, where his money comes so from. So much money. Could care less. He's got so much. Fucking money bags. <laughs> um, okay, so February 17th. Come see all of us. Hopefully. Comedy Lab at the Improv. God, it's free. Right, we're going to be the improv in uh, in Hollywood, and uh, we're going to record live five thirty to seven. We're going to have a musical guest, Heather Stewart. We're going to play Bowie tunes. We're going to drink. We're going to get crazy. Uh, everyone's going to be there. Hopefully, April will make it. She might be in London, but if not, we'll all be there, and we'll just be having fun. It'll will be- we have possible giveaways to uh, fans? Maybe perhaps. Well, at this point, I can't confirm that, but I did contact Columbia Records. I asked them if we could get some. Black Star posters and some Black Star CDs to give away, but they have not got back to me yet. But I will keep uh, I will keep hammering them. So how about some Rock Solid merch? We got, we got those T-shirts flying off don't, the shelves, I, man. I, I, but I don't have those. You have to like order. Oh those. yeah, those are. I don't like have those in my garage. We need mugs. We need what are we? Mugs. <laughs> but uh, stickers. Mike, tell us uh, Travel Tales Podcast. Travel Tales Podcast dot com. Funny Mike dot com. For me, I'm going to be. Uh, I don't have any live dates. 
I don't know. I'm, you can go to the website and see it. Cool. If I have any, well, I have uh, updates. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com and read Andrew Rich's amazing notes and see all the extra special stuff that he puts into it. Also, um, donation button there if you want to support the show. That's cool. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. You got a comedy show coming up? Uh, not yet. All right. They changed venues, so they're like in the All process right. of moving. Gotcha. So no one needs no, date no, one, yet. no one cares about that. <laughs> oh, I'm at Funny Mike on Twitter. And Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Pat underscore Francis on Twitter. And I'm at uh, Rock Solid Show on Twitter. We are, we are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. And Mike, you got to play out song for us. All right. So I got to throw some apologies around, though, to uh, Tom Petty, to uh, Poison, Nothing But a Good Time, <sighs> Wham, Everything She Wants. Come on now. I had some Holland Oats going in there. I had Air Supply. Should I play the Air Supply? Or should we do... I'm going to do this one because this one's obnoxious. And uh, this is by our friend Ray Stevens who uh, had a big hit in the 70s. This is pre uh, The Streak, I believe. This is... is, Everything is beautiful. This goes out to Kyle's parents. So terrible. I'm sure they'd love it and own it. Probably. Listen to this. Your parents don't rock This was a hit. Everything is beautiful. Oh, that sucks. In its own way. I like the street better. <laughs> like a starry summer night or a snow-covered winter's day. Close our minds We must let our thoughts be